Hey there, Playful Mompreneurs. It's Shelley Tonkin-Smith, your host of the Playful Mompreneur podcast. And I'm delighted that you're joining me for another episode of the podcast today. And in this episode, I'm going to be reflecting on last week's episode, which was my interview with Candice Alvey. So if you want to go and listen to that episode, it is episode number 17. And I'm going to be talking about something that she said when she decided to start her first business, because she started another business <laughs> since we chatted, uh, she said that she wanted to find a way to practice her writing. So she'd come from a background of journalism and marketing, and she wanted some way to practice her writing. And I want to ask you moms out there, and even if you're not a mom, I feel like you would have said this to the children around you or the kids in your life, you would have said, practice is so important. You've got to practice your tennis. You've got to practice your maths. You've got to practice to get good at something. And we're very quick to tell our kiddos that. But are we open to that advice ourselves as mompreneurs? So one of the plays that is going to be in my book that's coming up rather soon, one of those plays is Practice Over Perfection. Choose the path of practice over the path of perfection as a playful mompreneur. So I'm going to chat more about how you can do that in today's episode of the Playful Mompreneur podcast. Stay tuned. Do you want to find joy in being both a parent and a business owner? Then come and play with us here at the Playful Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Tonkin-Smith, and I'm on a mission to help moms to start and grow their own businesses in a way that's as simple and as fun as child's play. Join me as I talk about things like playful productivity, tools and tech, and building a special kind of business. A business that supports your desire to be a fully present parent and to have the time and space to truly connect with your kids. You'll also hear from other mompreneurs and some dadpreneurs who are rocking this double gig of parenting and business ownership, with some of them even throwing homeschooling into the mix. Get the inside track on both their struggles and what's working for them, and then Use that as inspiration for building your playful business. You ready? Let's play. I'm sure you've heard the phrase progress over perfection, encouraging all of us perfectionists out there to make progress and let go of perfection and rather to just make progress day after day. Now, there's nothing wrong with the word progress. Uh, the word progress actually implies this like forward moving, improving all the time. You're making this progress, you're making this action, moving forward kind of action. So that's that's really great. But I don't know, there's something when I hear people go, oh, Shelly, aim for progress over perfection. I just start like the hairs on my neck start rising. And I just feel like weird because I feel like this idea of progress over perfection, it's a, it comes from a really good place. But it's all about you know, getting your scrappy first draft out there and putting this stuff out into the world. And for a recovering perfectionist, that is really hard. That is a, a big jump to make uh, of going, well, just put your first draft out into the world or just express your exact feelings right here in the moment um, and just make progress on that particular project that you're doing. Like, doesn't matter 
how good or bad or whatever it is. It doesn't matter how scrappy it looks. It's okay. Just put it out in the world. Stop aiming for perfection. And I think if you're a really dedicated, passionate perfectionist, it's going to be very difficult to just like make that black and white switch. So I like the word practice over perfection because yes, perfection is not serving us as playful mompreneurs. There's no perfection in play and perfection is totally unattainable. So we don't want to be aiming for perfection in our businesses because it is unattainable and it's going to make us sick and it's going to make us anxious and it's going to make business not fun. It's not a playful mompreneur thing to do. Okay, so I think we can all agree that we need to let go of perfection. But it's this progress of a perfection that, at least for me, is a problem. So we're going to talk about practice over perfection. I like the word practice because it speaks to doing something repeatedly over and over again. And as you do that thing over and over again, you get better at it. And of course, as you practice, you do actually have something that is near perfect to put out into the world, all right? And I think for me, when I have these big expectations on me, I tend to self-sabotage. I tend to go, oh my goodness, this feels so overwhelming. And so the word practice and coming back to practice of going, I'm just practicing. I'm just practicing this thing. I'm just doing it every day. And for me recently, that's been writing. I'm just doing my writing every day and I'm just practicing. I don't even have to put out any scrappy first drafts into the world as such. I've, I share them with my author coach and I share excerpts with some trusted advisors But that's actually not what I'm doing when I'm sitting down to practice writing. I'm just practicing. And almost in my head, I go, well, if it's good, then I'll, I'll, I'll share it with someone. And in doing that, I am actually making progress. Don't, don't, I won't say it too loud. But I think if I'm trying to step away from perfectionism and I'm going, oh, you need to make progress every day. There is this expectation on me that I it's not helpful for me. Whereas if I just go, Shelly, sit down for one hour each day and write. That has helped me over the, the last month or so, uh, maybe more now, that every day I have sat down at midday and for two Pomodoros of 25 minutes each, I have sat down and I have written my book. And expectation wise I started saying to myself it's just going to be a small ebook well I can tell you now I have a book of over 30,000 words which is it's a shorter normal book but I mean it's like in the category of sort of full-length book now so that all came out of just practicing I was practicing being a writer I was practicing my writing craft and I said at the beginning of the episode, this is something that we often say to our kids, isn't it? Is you need to just practice your maths, practice your fact families, practice your tennis. And I think it's really appropriate that uh, Candace and I are friends because our kids play tennis together. 
they practice their tennis and at their tennis lessons they are practicing various skills their serves their volleys their forehands their backhands in order to be able to play a tennis match we don't just put those kids into a tennis match and expect them to play amazing tennis we help them to practice and the coach helps them to practice specific skills and they go to practice and they love it They love practicing those different skills. And of course, coach gets very playful about the way they practice those skills. They've got the one game I know called Paradise Island, uh, where they need to try and get into into the island of, of paradise and they don't want to be in the desert. And there's so much play in practice, practicing those skills. So you can see why I like this word practice over the word progress because there's almost no expectation to it and there's a lot of play built into practice. So when we are telling our kids, keep practicing, you're not going to get better unless you practice, let's take some of that advice for ourselves as playful mompreneurs. It's actually a lot of fun to practice our craft. So your craft might be writing the same as Candace and me, but your craft might be interior design or graphic design. It might be in the area of health and nutrition. It might be in life coaching. So find opportunities to practice your craft and also practice the business elements of being the business owner, practice being the business owner that you want to be one day. And I think we all have really big goals for our businesses of what we want to achieve in our businesses. And that can sometimes feel really overwhelming. It can feel like we've got all this passion, this heart, these ideas that keep just coming to us in the middle of the night or when we're out on a walk. Um, We can feel this overwhelm to be that businesswoman, that, that business owner today. But that is so easy to lead to perfectionism. There's so much like, oh, I have to be this ideal businesswoman today. But instead today, what I want to encourage you to do is to rather choose practice. Practice being that amazing business owner that you want to be one day. And for those of you who are just getting started in this business game, or are looking to start your own business. But I think this applies to people across the board. I want to just reflect on what Candace said about how she got started in business and how that links to practice over perfection. So she was homeschooling Lexi and she wanted to bring in some extra income. And so there wasn't too many choices that she felt to homeschool and then have a business or like or bring in some kind of income and so she looked around at the various options and she actually didn't really know what what to do but what she was doing anyway is she was developing these little recipes I mean it wasn't even as formal as developing a recipe but she was making beautiful lunches for Lexi because that was the main meal of Lexi's day and she shared those with her cousins on, on Instagram And she started to realize, oh, oh my goodness, this is a passion of mine. This is actually something I'm really interested in and that other people are asking for. And so when you're choosing a business concept, look for what you want to practice. 
So obviously you're going to look at what the market wants, but I think today I want to look a little bit more at you on what you want, what you want out of this business. What do you want to be practicing every day? And then also as a bit of an extension on that, what do you want your kids to be practicing? What do they want? What do you want your kids to see you modeling every day? Um, What are those areas that you want to be regularly working at? Because that's the heart of practice. It's regularity. It's consistency. That's what practice is all about. So let's just talk about how Candice chose her first business concept, because as I say, she's now started a, a new business as well, an additional business. So when she was looking for her first business idea, she looked at her current interests. So her current interests revolved around child health and nutrition with her own daughter And she was really interested in making food, designing recipes, and that sort of thing. She also looked at her current strengths or existing skills. So with her background in journalism and marketing, she was a really good writer. She had marketing skills, very comfortable in social media, and that sort of thing. Then she looked at the new skills that she wanted to practice or passions that she wanted to pursue. So new things here. Um, And that included, that eventually happened to be, and I don't know if she actually had this whole picture in her head when she started, but she got to practice photography and realized that she was actually really good at it and also loved it. Like, so something that she named as a, a zone of genius for her was photography and taking photos of the meals and dishes that she'd developed and made. Uh, for me, that was something like website design. It was something that actually just came to me as I was practicing my writing and working with other clients. I then started realizing, oh, I can do website design. And that's when I started learning website design in Squarespace all those years ago. So as you think of your business concept, think about not only the skills that you have, but also the skills that you want to practice, that you want to develop. So three things so far. So so look at your your current interests, look at your strengths or existing skills, look at the skills that you want to practice. And then a fourth one, and I've got six here for helping you think about your business idea also with these lenses of of practice. Um, But look at your childcare arrangements that you've got. So for Candice, she was homeschooling. I know she does have support from her parents and her parents-in-law. So she's got support from them. Um, Her husband is around on the weekends, but during the week he is working very long hours. So she had to design a business around full-time childcare. She she needed she was doing full-time childcare and homeschooling. And so she had to design her business around then. Thankfully she says, uh, and this is hope to all of us who are a little bit uh, uh, earlier down the line, but her eight-year-old daughter Lexi is now quite good at managing her own learning, at entertaining herself as well, giving Candace time to actually invest into her business, which is really, really wonderful. But you've got to factor in what are your responsibilities, your current responsibilities? Can those change? Can you get some support? But as you 
sort of flesh out your business idea and your business concept, you're going to have to think about building your business around your life with your kiddos. And then what I thought was quite cool in Candace's business is that she also built her business around her child's interest. So as she was, you know, interested in childhood health and nutrition, and Lexi started taking an interest in designing recipes, and she took an interest in a particular product. Candace didn't do any product placements or product endorsements, but Lexi took an interest in a particular product. And Candace then contacted that company and they said yes to a brand partnership. And Lexi was then involved in doing the recipe development and actually making a recipe with this particular product that she loved. And I love that idea because it's also going, what do I want my kids to practice? What skills do I want them to practice? And, you know, maybe we can actually integrate that in a, like a business and motherhood kind of thing. And then, of course, you'll you'll want to work around your income goals for your family of like, how much money does this business need to be bringing in to make it viable, to make it worth my time and energy? And how much money do we actually need coming into the family? So think think around that. But I think at the heart of all of this is is what do you need? What do you want to be practicing every day? Because this is going to be something you're going to be practicing in some way, probably every day. So frame your business, design your business around what you want to be practicing every day. Just another key thing that came out of our interview with Candice is that you can design your life to, and you can design your business to fit your life, but you can also design your life to be the life that you really want. So all of that relates to practice. What do you want to be doing every day that you're not just getting up in the morning and going through the motions, but instead you are practicing a craft that you're passionate about. You are doing something repeatedly. You're getting better as you do it every day. You're picking up new skills that you are then practicing and also getting better at those skills every day. So I just love the idea of this mindset of practice. Practice over perfection. So in Candace's sort of case study, that's how practice showed up for her. She kept doing something that she was passionate about, that she loved, that her daughter also enjoyed and that she could involve her daughter with. And she just kept practicing. And now she has the business Lexi's Lunch, where she has many brand partnerships. She's got a really great platform on which to be an influencer. And she started a new business. (laughs) She started an additional business now on top of that. Because in order to design this life that she wants, in order to homeschool her daughter, run a business, run her household, and have time for her own self-care, Candace needed to do some serious planning and she's quite a planning machine. She's got a beautiful planner that she designed and she showed it to me on our video call. It's so stunning. It's full of stickers and she has really used it as a self-care and creativity outlet to plan and schedule her week. So really 
I see this as she was practicing. She was doing a planning practice. Here, the, the form of the word maybe is a little bit different for the grammar aficionados, but it was like a, a more a practice of like practicing meditation. She was practicing planning. And she practiced planning for herself and she used it for her own life. And then she started on this road of what I call a minimum viable product. She actually practiced selling this planner, even probably before she realized she was doing it. She had this mindset of practice. So she had this beautiful planner that she designed herself. And I think she probably would have had the thought, oh, it would be great to sell this planner to the world. But you'll hear, and I've got a wonderful interview coming up with Alison of The Papery, who also sells beautiful journals and the mom planner. And she's got a great line of printed paper goods. And she shares that printing things like dated planners is a very risky business. So for Candace, she didn't jump right into that risk. But she sort of saw a need. She saw this need of people needing this planner. And so she put it together in digital form. And she sold it on Etsy. So for those of you who don't know Etsy, it's a marketplace where you sell. I think they started with handmade goods. They have to be goods that are sort of independently made. They're not like uh, hugely manufactured goods. So you can also buy now a lot of digital goods on Etsy. So Candace didn't need to set up a whole website and an e-commerce store and the whole trip. She could just use Etsy's platform and she could just design a digital document. Not a lot of cost. Instead, she could just use platforms that were available, use this digital space and put together her product, put it out to the marketplace. So she was practicing. She was taking one step in practicing being this businesswoman, the CEO of Beautifully Planned, which she is today, she was practicing. So she took that step as practice. And then people bought it. People bought it and they were then saying to her, as they used it, they were like, you know what would be great? Is if we could get a printed version of this planner. And so I think Candace has been mulling over the idea and she's now decided, all right, there's enough demand, there's enough interest, and she is going to now get a print run of these planners. And I know because I've chatted to her at tennis, she's been putting a lot of effort into the actual print quality of how this journal or this planner is going to feel, um, how it's going to be bound, and that it's going to be super useful and a joy to use for the, the people who buy it. And so she's put that work in now, knowing that there is demand for it. And she's doing her first print run now. And again, she has had the planners up for pre-sale. So people who know her and who know how planned she is and how excellent she is at planning, they'll be able to buy the planners right away on pre-sale. And I think at the time of airing, those planners are now going to be ready from the printers and ready and available to, to order fully. But again, that was another step of practicing, practicing being this business owner and practicing selling these planners. So 
I just want to encourage you with that of Candace's journey and now these two businesses of these these baby steps forward. Practice. Find the smallest way possible that you can take forward action. You're also making progress, by the way. <laughs> so rather than seeing this ultimate final perfect goal and feeling overwhelmed by it. We don't want you playful mompreneurs to feel overwhelmed by anything because then you're not going to be able to move forward and bring your brilliance into this world. We want you to feel like you are taking action every day and certainly for me it's that mindset of practice that has taken me forward day by day. So the next step for Candice is now to have a monthly sticker club. So you're going to buy the planner and then she's going to offer this monthly sticker club. So that's just another layer, another example of practice over perfection. So I hope that Candice's story, that my story, and also just like the parallels to your kids and practice in their lives has helped you to be convinced that as a playful mompreneur, you should be aiming for practice over perfection. Perfection is unattainable. Perfection is, it's totally overrated. (laughs) And instead, you want to just have a daily practice and take things literally day by day and not get overwhelmed by the big things. On my friends, I now need to have that mindset when it comes to the editing process of my book. So it's been quite exciting to finish my first draft manuscript. And my author coach has read through that first draft. And she's given me a whole lot of comments and feedback and changes in in the Google Doc that I've written it up in. And now it's the time for me to implement all those edits. I've got some stories I want to add. There's a few things that I need to now do on the book. And I'm having to remind myself of this practice over perfection. Because getting a printed book out there onto Amazon and doing all of that feels overwhelming to me right now. But I'm reminding myself I'm going to practice. And this whole book really... I feel is me walking the talk of play. I'm playing with the book, experimenting with the book and practicing with this book. I'm practicing being a best-selling author on Amazon. It might not be with this book. <laughs> I, I I laugh because I, you know, I never want to say never, but it's, I, it's, th- th- this book is my practice round though. Um, but It's been such a weight over my shoulders to go, I'm just practicing. I'm practicing being an author. And in the process, you know what? I am an author, but I'm practicing the editing process. I'm practicing formatting a book. I'm practicing getting it up on Amazon and getting the keywords. I'm practicing building a street team and getting people to support me and help spread the word. If you want to help me with that, I'd really love your help in spreading the word about the Playful Mompreneur book. But I'm having to remind myself that I don't need to have that perfect book today or tomorrow. In fact, that perfect book is never going to exist. And I've been listening to Joanna Penn's podcast. 
So Joanna Penn has a range of nonfiction books about being an author, and then she's got a podcast called The Creative Pen. And it's so cool because she tells about the her first book that she wrote when she literally quit her job, took a leap of faith to become an author. And the title of the her book then changed because she realized there were better search terms and she could improve the title of the book, actually make it more straightforward. And so she changed the title of her first book. She also changed the cover of the first book. I think I've been obsessing about making the perfect cover, getting the perfect name, perfect keywords and categories and search terms and really trying to work the Amazon algorithm. Oh my goodness. But the reality is nobody's got a perfect book on Amazon. Nobody nails it first time. Instead, I'm choosing practice over perfection. So I'll leave you with that and encourage you to look out for when perfection is coming up for you, whether it's with your kids, with your if you're homeschooling, if you are in your business, a particular offer, your business itself, and you see that perfection is coming up for you, choose practice. All right, everyone, I will see you next week for another interview episode. I look forward to hearing from you and your thoughts on this episode on practice over perfection. Bye. That's the end of our Mompreneur Playdate today. But come again soon. Subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. But the best way to make sure that you don't miss an episode and to get free bonus content is to get onto the Playful Mompreneur email list at playfulmompreneur.com. That's also where you'll find the show notes for today's episode. So head to playfulmompreneur.com and sign up there. And then playing is even more fun with friends, right? So please share the Playful Mompreneur podcast with all your mompreneur friends by sending them over to playfulmompreneur.com or Tell them to search The Playful Mompreneur on Apple Podcasts or wherever they listen to podcasts. You can also help me to spread the word by leaving a favorable review on Apple Podcasts. I'd absolutely love that. Thanks so much for tuning in, spreading the word, and most of all, being playfully and wonderfully you. Now it's time to go off and be a playful mompreneur.